And shout out again to all those people who hate my guts, but is sitting in a quiet place listening to my show. You are obsessed and sick. Shout out to everybody who's made a fake page just to stare at me and spy on me. You are obsessed and sick. Okay? Okay, I'll be right back and let's get into something. Hey, can I ask you something? Huh? What? Can I ask you something? No. Don't ask me nothing. You are now tuned in to the Don't Ask Me Nothing podcast. Hey, what's up, you guys? You're here, Michael Da Vinci. And you are now tuned into the Don't Ask Me Nothing podcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I know I've been gone for a minute. Now I'm back with the jump off. And I'm like, there's been so much going on. Like literally so much going on. I can't even explain, okay? Third, first things first. I ended up, my job ended up term, terminating the, the roles that they had, right? So they kind of like laid me off, right? Because it's just like, fuck you, we don't need you, boom. Cool, legally. <laughs> so then I ended up getting another job that was paying so much money, right? And they end up putting that role on hold as soon as I signed my offer letter. So now I'm fucking a statistic again and I am unemployed as fuck. So I have been laying the fuck low, okay? So yeah, this is where we're at in life. This is what it's called. Like I low-key feel like I am going through a midlife crisis and I haven't, I haven't even reached midlife yet. That's the thing. Like, I haven't even reached midlife. So I feel like I'm into a midlife crisis right now. And I'm just fucking just taking it day by day. Yes. And you know what I realized while I'm not working? You should not fucking date if you're not fucking working. It just doesn't mix. Dating is so fucking expensive. So fucking expensive. And like... First of all, you shouldn't date if you're not working. But then even moreover, you should not be dating anyone if you're fucking broke. Right? Now, I'm not saying that you can't find love. And I'm not saying that if you don't have a certain amount of money, like, you don't deserve to be loved and find companionship. But I'm saying that the beginning processes of a creative, healthy dating lifestyle is that you want to be able to do more than just sit on a couch and watch fucking Netflix and eat fucking microwave dinners and Chinese takeout. Like, if you have to run to the bathroom to calculate and to check your bank account statement before you can actually go and eat something and before you, like, when you're at the fucking dinner and you're running into the bathroom just to be like, oh my God, let me just check my account balance to make sure I'm not hitting... You shouldn't be dating. You shouldn't be taking anyone out on dates. Let's focus on you. I am focusing on me. And you know what? It's so crazy because, like, when I was working, no one was fucking available, right? Isn't that how that always works? 
when you're working, no one's available, everybody's fucking busy, everybody's booed up. But then, <laughs> when you're fucking unemployed and you're a fucking statistic on the census of unemployed black African American males, everyone wants to fucking run up in the fucking line. And you have become the hottest thing on the fucking market. Why does it always happen that way? Why? I don't get it. It's like when... It doesn't make any sense. But yeah, you should not be dating if you're broke, right? Like, people want to go on creative dates. People want to be... Do go places. They want to explore, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do that doesn't require, like, too much money. Right? Like hiking. Hiking. Walking in the park. But like, are you going to do that every single time you hang out with this person? You're going to literally just walk through the park every time you guys talk and want to hang out? Like, let's go to the park for the 19th time. (laughs) I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. I could do a few walks in the park, but I'm not trying to walk in the park every time we link up. Mm. I remember like, this is like maybe like six years ago, I was walking and I was crossing through Central Park from the west side to the east side, I believe. It was either the west, it was the west side to the east side or the east side to the west side. East side to the west side, because it was in front of the museum, right? And as I'm walking, literally, I see this couple. I want you to guess what race they were, right? I seen this couple laying on the fucking ground with a blanket, looking at the fucking stars, having the fucking time of their fucking lives, okay? You can best believe that they were fucking white. And it's just like... Why... (laughs) White people are always so, I don't know if the word is like, so like they are, they do stuff. They do the not unnormal things, right? Unorthodox things that would be compared to someone in like the urban or black community, right? So like they will do shit like that. Honestly, I'm from the suburbs. So shit like that that's considered white shit, I fucking enjoy doing. Now, we can't put a race on, like, shit like that. But, unfortunately, we do. Like, that's that's something that, more or less, you will never see a black person putting a blanket outside on the fucking New York City fucking concrete ground and laying on the ground knowing that there's been fucking shit, roaches, rats running all over the fucking concrete to look in the fucking stars and look at the fucking sky and have the best time of our lives. I think we should start that. I think we should, to eliminate color on dates, let's start doing the most unorthodox shit. Like, I hate that sometimes I do have to date outside my race to do shit like this. I remember one time, I was probably like 22, and I wanted to take someone out on a date, and they they liked me, right? We met on like a dating app, and the date was soccer. I love sports. So I said, yo, let's go to the pier. On the Chelsea Pier, there's a big ass fucking soccer field, like fucking monumental soccer field on the pier. I said, let's go. Let's do it. 
he was pretty athletic and it was such a dope day because I know what the uh, uh, shout out to Pablo that was the, that was his name Pablo Dominican guy a little rough around the edges a little urban you know oh, we play soccer he thought it was so much fun like do shit like I date men trans men cisgendered men so we're gonna do some fucking sports that's what I love to do and that's what we did and we had the best time and then we hung out a few times after that you know but it was setting a tone and I was so fucking broke so all I could do was take somebody up to the soccer field and play fucking soccer. So crazy, right? And like, he was like, we were like, not like really out, out like that. Like we were not like openly out like that. So it was like a bro's night out. That's crazy, right? No, not really. But yeah. Stop trying to date people if you do not have the funds to fucking date. Like, you just should not fucking do it. I would rather... People are like, what would you rather do? You rather date somebody for money or would you rather date somebody for love? Fucking money. You can always cheat. (laughs) Just joking. Just joking, just joking, just joking, just joking, just joking. Nah, for real though, you could definitely cheat if you date somebody super rich. Cause they know you're cheating. I wouldn't recommend it, but you can always do it. Cause in the back of their head, they know that you're fucking cheating. Especially like if there's a big age fucking gap and the person knows that they don't even, cause you know, like you see on the, on social media, like these hot sugar daddies, like if they're not that aesthetic, they know that you're probably fucking cheating. Especially being a man. Like, it may be a little bit different for, like, women. Or some guys who grew up around women and have many women figures around them. It might be a little bit different. But most of the time, regardless, you could probably, like, I don't know, make an arrangement. I don't fucking know. And, like, as I get older, I'm really starting to understand the dynamics of relationships and like mind you I haven't been in a relationship in so long but like I from like watching people me six years ago me five years ago me three years ago me prior pandemic I was very much of a this kind of guy like I would never do this I would never do this I would never do this and there was a lot of like I would nevers right and then during the pandemic like my, my group of friends kind of like changed, right? And they were into a lot of things that maybe that I maybe was not into, but it worked for them, you know? Now, to this day, I'm still not into like the open po- um, poly relationship thing, right? That's not my thing. But I see for some people it does work. And I can't judge them on that. So, round of applause for the motherfuckers who can deal with that fucking shit because 
I'm too fucking jealous to deal with some dumb shit like that. Oh, I'm too jealous to deal with some shit like that. Because it's just not me. It's not dumb. It's not stupid. It may be a little unorthodox, but it's cool. It's allowed to be. There is no fucking, like, book on, like, the perfect relationship, right? There's no book on, like, how to really fucking date. But I'm going to tell you, like, if you want to date, please be prepared to have some money set aside for dating. Because people at this point are not dating just for their fucking convenience. They're dating for relationships and future stability, future companionship, and that's all going to cost some fucking money. At least if you want, like, a... How can I say it? Like, let me use myself as an example. Like, I don't want to date down, right? I made a comment on Twitter that kind of went all over the fucking place and people just kind of, like, misinterpreted what the fuck I was saying. I said that to the guys, certain guys that are in my DMs, basically, I'm out of your fucking league. Okay. And I could just tell by their profile pictures, the shit that they post, the the approach that they have in their DMs to me, that I'm way out their fucking league. I am way like they're they're very surfaced. I'm way too in depth and in tune with what the fuck is going on, not with just me, but also the fucking world. Right? Like, can we have a conversation that doesn't lead to sex? Can we do that? Is that possible? When you're hitting me up on a sexual... How can I say it? When you're hitting up me, when you're hitting me up, and the initiation of your way of approaching me via DM is something mad sexual, especially if it has no fucking money tied to that shit, you must be out your fucking mind. Especially the way some of you guys present yourself. I'm a good-looking fucking guy, okay? Like, read the fucking room, okay? I'm a good-looking guy. I live in a nice apartment. I live with my cousin, but we have a four-fucking-bedroom apartment, right? I had a fucking, at this time when I wrote the tweet, I had a good fucking six-figure job in finance, IT recruiting, right? I wear a Rolex. I wear Cartier bracelet, Cartier ring, you know. Clearly, I'm not someone who's going to not align with my lifestyle. I'm not going to date someone who doesn't align with that. Because to some people who are regular, they might feel like I'm a little bit superficial, right? Me, I'm not superficial whatsoever because half the time I don't even wear that shit, Right? But it's the point of the matter is, is that this is the stuff that I like. Now, I also don't mind dating someone who will be off, like, that I can introduce to something like that. But, like, there has to be some sort of medium because not just, not just that I dress well and I I think that I'm a handsome guy. I come with a dope-ass fucking personality. I'm fucking creative as fuck. I'm fucking lovable. I'm a fucking teddy bear. I fucking listen. 
Now, I grew up with a lot of women in my life. I had a stepdad, but I grew up with a lot of women in my life. So I have a, a part of me that is a little bit like a feminine side of me that really understands the logic of listening to others. Now, people that I like, if I don't like you, they're not going to listen to you. But if I fucking like you, listening to you, checking in on you, being consistent with you, right? This is the shit that I do when I'm in a fucking, when I'm fucking with someone. And even if they are not into like all that fucking materialistic shit, I come with that. Like, I don't got to be that. Like, I, I talk to the person who put me onto the shit all the time about this. I'd be like, yeah, you remember, you're the one who, like, I wasn't even wearing this kind of stuff. And they're like, well, you tell me this every fucking year. Since 2016, you've been telling me that shit. I get it. I'm just like, yeah, but now, like, I, like, the my spending habits and shit, like, it's just not the same. You know, I will buy a Balenciaga shirt. For $400, $500, when I could have just got like a regular blank oversized tee from fucking Supreme for like $35, 40 bucks, because they do sell them there. So, yeah. Like, when. Uh, it sounds weird because it almost sounds like, like a gold digger, but I'm not a gold digger. Because most of the people that I date don't have the fucking gold. And, you know, so it's not even giving that. But I do feel like as a the kind of person that I am, I like I feel like I would date like uh, a Dwayne Wade, a Dwayne Wade. Right. Um, I would date like a Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Right. I would date um, like if it's a celebrity, like, like from personality wise, I'm just like from the outside looking in, I would date Irv Gotti. I would date... It's like, how do you jump from that to, like, Irv Gotti? I think Irv Gotti has, like, a dope, funny fucking personality. Like, I can mesh with that fucking personality. He has, like... I don't know what his sign is, but he just gives, like, very Sag, Leo, Gemini vibes. Like, they're very strong personalities, right? Who are fucking funny. Like, they're willing to entertain you. Um... Who else? I would even date someone like... I don't fucking know. And I have brain farts on, like, fucking, like, celebrities. Uh, and Anderson Cooper. Right? Uh, Chris Cuomo. <laughs> um, who else? Who else would I date? Um... Tank, like the R&B singer. Um, yeah, those are the kind of guys that I would go for, right? I'm not into people, and I'm I'm just really not into people who are just full of themselves. As crazy as that sounds coming out of my fucking mouth, I'm not into people who are just so full of themselves because I'm in reality, when people see me, they fucking love me because they're like, oh my God, you're like totally different than what I thought you were going to be. Of course I am. Of course I fucking am. Like, you don't know me. You're judging from pictures. You know? I like to have fun. You know, one of my favorite movies when it comes to dating is um, Friends with Benefits. Right? I love that movie when it comes to dating because it really is my 
life of how I look at dating. Because when you become an adult, when you become an adult, when you become an adult, <laughs> you realize that that's what fucking dating is. Friends with benefits until you fucking like each other. And then you fight the fact that you like each other because you really don't know if you want to be single because there's so many fish in the fucking sea. But you already like created this lo- this heavy bond and became like good, good friends in a sense. And then, yeah, you date and you become in a relationship, you know? I move very fast. I move very fucking fast when I date. Is it fair to the other person? I let them fucking know. Like, listen, I know, I know what for the first fucking rip if I like you, okay? I know this shit. If I like you, you'll know, because I know, period. I fucking know. Uh, I mean, I feel like I know. <laughs> I feel like I fucking know. You wanna know why? So, let me tell you guys a little quick story that happened with me. So, I decided to fly out to a different fucking state. <laughs> and. You guys will never believe what the fuck happened, okay? So I, I was talking to this person for a couple of weeks. I was like, we were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do the unnormal thing and like just come out and see me. It's been two weeks and just come down here and let's just try it out for a weekend to see how the fuck we mesh, right? Um, I was like, cool, 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 cool. So... There was a lot of shit that was going on at the time with myself. Like, that was just, like, randomly just fucking happening. Just, like, a fucking sign to say, like, Michael, keep your ass fucking home. But I am fighting it. I'm, like, I'm not going to let this distract me. This is just the universe trying to stop me from finding love. This is the universe trying to stop me from fighting fucking love. Well, should I listen to the universe? Because... Basically, I get there, right? And mind you, I I paid for my everything for me to get down there, everything, okay? I didn't want anything from the other person because, like, I know how that can look too. Like, it's just like they pay, the other person pays for everything, and then they think they're like in total control of everything that's fucking gonna go on, right? And that's how I had it in the back of my head. So I get there. And clearly, the the individual loved the product, right? He loved the product. Like, first of all, this this guy is fine as fuck. Okay, fucking six foot two, six foot three, basketball body built into like fucking working out, and I can't say that, but more or less into like sports. Loves reality TV because I fucking love reality TV. You know, has a very good job, right? fucking saving lives, okay? Very nice apartment, you know. <laughs> it's just like, and the, when I was in the car, I just was like, we, I could feel that connection, like, whew, this, this is crazy. And I was like, you like the product? And he was like, fuck yeah. Like, I, you see this? <laughs> And so we get to we get to this crib. We're chilling. Now I'm not a big drinker. 
that was a conversation that we had way before that. But because we were down there, I was down there and like I told him like, yeah, I'll drink a little bit, you know. I'm not a dark liquor drinker at that. Like I am a juicy fruity drinker. Like give me a fucking margarita, a fucking mojito, a passion fruit, pineapple, mango, orange, mimosa. That's what the fuck I like to drink. Not fucking shit shitty colored fucking liquor i'm not a jameson person i'm not a fucking hennessy person you know it's just not me so boom we get down there i take a shower you know because it was like hot i'm in the fuck i went down south so it's fucking hot out there right i take a shower you know i took a long fucking shower okay I spray myself, smell fucking delicious. Felt, smell fucking good when I got that shower, right? And, you know, he was mad, like, attentive. Like, you know what I mean? Like, hugs and kisses and shit like that. Like, very excited to see me. I was fucking stoked. I fucking love that shit, right? So, boom. We eat dinner. He cooked this amazing fucking filet mignon steak medium well with the mashed potatoes and fucking broccoli period that shit was fucking amazing he didn't even finish his i was so i ate fucking the rest of his fucking fucking steak the fuck we don't fucking waste food here no we don't okay <laughs> so boom we go down there get the fu- eat the fucking food right drinking jameson now i'm getting fucked up okay I'm a very lightweight. Bruh, I was down in those fucking drinks like nothing, right? Shout out to like Cafe Rum. It's a fucking restaurant, lounge. I don't know how to fucking really describe it, but it's in Ridgewood. And like, I would help out with them a lot of times. Like when it gets like busy, I'll be like, yeah, I'll help. And like, they do dark liquor all the time. And they're always like doing shots. And I can download the way I would do those shots is something dirty. So shout out to them because due to them, I can drink, you know, dark liquor. I just don't, dark liquor, but I just don't like it. It's not my go-to ever. I prefer not to. So I'm feeling it now. I'm like in world and like a third world, fourth world, cloud nine team. <laughs> The fuck? I was fucked up, right? And like at this point, I really know in the back of my head though, I'm very aware when I'm fucking drunk though. Like I know what the fuck is going on. I do, like I just know what the fuck is going on. So like I'm getting fucked up, but I know like it's about to go down. It's about to go fucking down. You guys. Once I seen the thing thing in person. (laughs) Why did I block? What the fuck was I thinking? What the fuck was I fucking thinking? That shit was big. That's my fucking reaction to that. I couldn't believe it. And I was like, (laughs) listen, I don't force shit. 
And I felt like that moment, we were just forcing it, right? I was just dealing with it because I just wanted to make it seem like, you know, I'm not, like, you know, I don't even know how to fucking explain it. Like, because it wasn't being on some whole shit, this is somebody that I really thought, like, we could fucking, you know, really do something with this, you know? Like, I really felt like I would probably end up really liking this individual, right? Oh, man, I tried to for hours, and we were so drunk, so, like, we would wake up, like, he would wake up out of his sleep to wake me up to, like, try again because I could not take it. I couldn't take it. But also, like, the lube that we were using was fucking trash. Like, I would never. Period. I don't know what I'm about, but that is not the lube that you use for this pretty fucking tight hole. <laughs> That's not what you fucking use for this, okay? What you fucking use... I need some KY. KY. And the good fucking time. Not the fucking gas station shit. Take your ass to Dwayne fucking Reader, CVS or Walgreens. And get the good shit. Cause the good shit is gonna slip and slide. Yes. Slip and fucking slide, ho. Because this shit is fucking tight. Period. So yeah, I couldn't take it. So what did I do? I resorted into what I know. I know how to do, cause I'm not gonna tell you what I do, but like it's uh, one day I'll tell you what I do. But we ended the night with, you know, just like, fuck it, just jerk off. I'll twerk in your face, whatever. You jerk me off, I jerk you off. And the craziest, so he nutted first, right? And this is the craziest part. This is something that usually never happens. Usually when they nut, they're fucking over it. But when you're a fucking baddie, sexy-ass motherfucker with a fucking dope-ass fucking vibe, they're gonna wanna, they want you to nut too, even after they nutted, right? So they're like, nah, I want you to fucking nut. I'm like, oh, so he's not mad that he couldn't fuck, oh, okay. And I'm not no little, <laughs> you know, nine and a half nigga here. Pretty, pretty dick. And so, you know, I thought he was a little, you could tell he was annoyed though, at the same time, because he was like, because just like, what the fuck? I, I get it. But also like, I'm not a fucking bottom. Like, this is not what I fucking resort to. If I fucking like you, you might get the fucking cookie. But if you, if I, <sighs> because I don't like a lot of niggas, they don't, nobody gets the cookie. This cookie is on motherfucking reserve. It's in the fucking jar. Fucking twisted tight. You can't get in there. So that's the first thing, right? That kind of was annoyed. That he was annoyed with, right? He couldn't beat the way he wanted to. So boom, he's like, hey, let's go in the living room. Now mind you, it's like four fucking five o'clock in the fucking morning, okay? Like he was trying to fuck for like four hours. I was fucking, I was over it. I was like, listen. And also like when somebody's telling you what the fuck to do, don't fucking fight it, okay? Let me, let me clarify what I mean by that. (laughs) If the person who is getting penetrated is saying, 
listen, you gotta fuck me this way because um, if you do it this way, it's not gonna work. It's fucking painful. You have to go on this side and you just are just like, okay, and then you still do what the fuck you wanna do. It's not gonna happen. You're gonna have a terrible fucking experience, especially with Michael fucking Da Vinci. You're gonna be mad because at that point, I'm not gonna wanna fuck you. You're gonna make the mood go away. And that's just that. Okay? And it's not that I don't want to do it, and I didn't want to do it. I wanted to. I wanted to reverse everything. I wanted to do reverse cowboy. I wanted to do fucking, you know, all the shit that I seen in the Nicki Minaj videos. I wanted to be a fucking slut. Slut me out. I have never been slutted out. Slut me the fuck out. Slut me out. <laughs> but you only get slutted out by niggas that you are either dating. Everybody, you can't, you can't give everyone a slut out moment because then you just become a fucking whore. A slut out moment is like when you're doing shit with your, your partner or someone that you are, that you feel like this is going to be something, a relationship, you get fucking slutted out. You show them that you're so fucking nasty that you don't need to fucking go any fucking where. Right here is where it's at. What you do when you get fucking slutted the fuck out. I wanted that. Spit in my mouth. Choke me. Beat that shit up from the back. It should sound like a prison fucking melee the way you fuck me. It should sound like fucking black on black crime the way you hit it from the fucking back. That's how loud you need to be fucking hitting it from the fucking back, bitch. Black on black crime. So, we end up laying up on the couch. It's like four o'clock in the morning. I fall asleep in his lap. You know, this is, it's like a very good, moment in that mind. I'm just like, oh my God, like I'm laying on his chest. He's like, you know, has his head, like his hand on my head, like rubbing my head, my hair down and shit like that. And it was just like a very intimate moment. So then we wake up super late. It had been like one o'clock in the afternoon. He cooks breakfast, right? He was like, you want breakfast? <laughs> Let me tell you, you don't gotta fuck, okay? Just the, just feeling the hole and just feeling what is what you can possibly have will get you to fucking want to make breakfast in the fucking okay or the afternoon so he cooked yesterday he cooked the next day he's like hey let's make breakfast he made breakfast i went to work out and his building has a gym so i went to the gym very big gym for like it's not like new york city so boom we go to the i go to the gym Call my sister. Wait, 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 wait. Let's reverse this back to yesterday because this is also something that fucking happened. And I want to prepare you people who are listening to be attentive when you're on a date, right? Put your phone fucking down. I will say this. I was not as attentive as I thought I would be or as I, as I thought that I was. I was not as present as I thought that I was, Right? And honestly, don't call your friends. Don't let your friends call you. Don't pick up. Only phone calls you pick up. Parents, 
Siblings, maybe, because, like, even with certain things that you talk to your brothers and your sisters with, or family, certain, like, family members with, it could be so much friendship that it could be, like, they could kind of ruin it for you because y'all have such a close, tight-knit bond because it's almost some bestie shit. So don't, don't even pick up for that. Let them text you, okay? Turn off all and un, uh, turn off all apps, okay? And take out and delete all your dating apps. Take out and delete all your fucking pictures. Okay? You need to be attentive. I picked up the phone for a friend of mine in Miami and it was the worst decision I fucking decided to make because he had said something. This is what he had said. So we're mad cool, right? And me and my friends, like we joke around. A lot of my friends are heterosexual men. So there is a lot of like, funny gay jokes, you know, not gay bashing jokes, but gay jokes, right? My butt is pretty big. Most of the time, I don't have two, I have black friends, but even my black friends are more like on the more chill suburban side where like they find gay shit to be funny, not really like offensive or like crossing the line. So one of my friends, I pick up, they're like, oh, what are you doing? I was like, I'm chilling. With, with, with a guy. He was like, oh, you got a boyfriend? Let me see your boyfriend, right? I'm like, bro, relax. Bro, relax. He's like, no, let me see your boyfriend. I'm with, cause he called me, he was like, yo, um, I'm gonna give these people nicknames. I'm gonna say A-Rod. So my friend, Jimmy, that's not his real name, who I picked up the phone for, who lives in Miami, has, we both have a friend named A-Rod, right? A-Rod was, is king of pranks, okay? He loves to do prank phone calls and fucking, that's just his thing. He's grown as fuck, but he loves to do prank calls, okay? He's fucking wealthy as fuck. And when you're wealthy and you have nothing to fucking do, you fucking just prank call people, okay? So he goes, he's like, yo, Jimmy was like, A-Rod was like, you, you, um, you fucking destroyed his whole you know, and like he woke up and he felt like his his ass hurting. What did you do to him? And I'm like, in reality, when I'm not with a guy, this I would be laughing at this and I would go along with it. I was like, oh my God. I said, where's A-Rod at? Cause I know A-Rod put you up to this shit to fucking prank call me and ask these fucking dumbass questions, right? Now, the guy I was with, he was not feeling that, right? Now this is a grown ass man, man, right? So mid thirties, grown ass fucking man. Certain things they just don't have a tolerance for, right? Me, I'm younger by like <laughs> uh, seven years, eight years, right? Maybe nine. So then he goes, he was like, who are you with? Why are you acting like that? I said, I'm, I'm chilling with somebody. He was like, oh, you have a boyfriend? Let me see your boyfriend. So he, I gave the FaceTime to the, um, to the guy I was with. He was like, wow, you're fucking handsome, right? Like, you're a very good looking guy. He was like, oh, thank you, thank you, right? Because it's fucking bad, it's fucking gorgeous. Okay? So, boom. I go, and I'm listening to the fucking conversation, and he, this is what the fuck Jimmy says. Jimmy goes, yo, can you answer a question that everybody wants to fucking know? I was like... He's like, what's the question? He was like, 
Now, they're, the, in the Spanish world, the Latin world, I chill with a lot of Dominicans. Everybody who knows me knows that. Um, ya tu sabe, que lo que Okay? He was like, they call me La Pampera. That means like the lit one, the person who is the life of the party. He goes, yo, is La Pampera's ass real? That fucking made the guy I was talking to so fucking upset. Because at that point, you don't care if they're straight. You don't care if they're gay. You don't care about whatever the fuck you say. Like, it's at, we're in Atlanta. All the straight niggas is gay. Okay? So me saying, like, no, he's straight. Like, that's, we don't got, he don't, that just went over his head. He's like, why the fuck would they ask me that fucking kind of question? It's a fucking stupid ass question, one. And why the fuck would they ask me that dumb ass shit? And I'm just like, bro, it's nothing. Relax. Jimmy, I gotta go because you're fucking ruining my life. Hang up. So let's fast forward to the next day. Okay. The next day, as I am getting ready to eat breakfast, he brought that situation up. He's like, I feel like that's a weird friend. Like, what kind of friend asked that kind of question? And I'm just like, ugh, we're on that? I thought we ended that last night. Was the sex not so bad that you would think about the sex more than the fucking phone call? But maybe not, okay? So then, boom. <laughs> it wasn't bad, but you you get it. It was just like, we didn't, we, yeah. <laughs> So we go and I go to the gym after we ate, came back. We start debating and you know, I'm a person where if I don't like what the fuck you're saying, I'm going to say something back. I am an alpha if I believed in that shit. I don't. But the way I'm described by people, they'd be like, oh, you're such an alpha. Like, you're always in charge. Like, you have to be in charge. Which is so weird because I feel like I'm very submissive. Depending on who I'm with, right? So, with his kind of personality and his kind of energy, I could tell that this is a no bullshit, very assertive alpha male. And it's weird because I don't ever use this fucking term because I really don't believe in, like, alpha and betas. Like, I don't believe in that shit. But... You have to see the personality to know, like, if I, I, I'm, I consider myself to be a strong-minded man, right? But then I find someone who's a little bit more serious than me, and it comes off like that he could be a little bit more intimidating, right? And just more about, like, taking care of you, making you feel good, wanting to cook, wanting to clean, when, like, you play the house husband kind of role. So, boom. We go, and then... We're being debative. He didn't like that shit. So then, you know what this motherfucker told me? He said, "Do you, is there a possible way that like we could just schedule your plane to go back like tonight or tomorrow? Because I don't want us to hate each other. You want to fucking what? What? Now, automatically, fuck the conversation and the debates, right? I'm thinking like this has to do with the fact that we didn't fuck. It's no matter how you think about it, that's how it's going to look, right? 
So I came down there to see you, to be up under your face, and even agree to not really go any fucking way and chill for you to say what? For you to say, can you go home tonight or tomorrow? You are out there fucking me. Now, this is the proven... This is how I show my growth. Because if this was like 22-year-old Michael, it don't matter where the fuck we are. We're fighting. But I'm I'm learning to not respond in anger, but to respond in silence. And honestly, that makes it a lot more... It, it, it causes more confusion with the other person because they don't know how you really feel. So as he was cooking, now he made breakfast. I ate breakfast. I went to the gym. Now he ended up making lunch. He cooked. He liked to cook. He wanted to cook for me. I said, cool. I never lose my fucking appetite. I told you that I ate this motherfucker's fucking steak because he didn't fucking finish it. I lost my fucking appetite. I could not eat the buffalo shrimp. <laughs> buffalo fried shrimp. I couldn't even fucking eat it because I was so fucking angry. And the audacity of him <laughs> to fucking ask if I was hungry. Are you fucking... <laughs> Let me go and get... All right. Let me calm down. I'm breathing. I just went straight silent mode, right? Went on the phone, called a hotel. A good hotel. And say, so, you know what? I'm just going to stay at a hotel. I'm going to finish until my fucking plane ride comes fucking back. Because if I reschedule it, I got to pay for that. And then, like, I got... I'm not going to do all that. Shout out to Malik. And shout out to the fucking Uber driver. Okay? Because the Uber driver put me onto some game. She, was, she really, like, uplifted me in the fucking cab ride. Because I was, as I was on my way to my, my hotel... And he kept texting me like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't even want to talk. Like, your face is fucking ugly. <laughs> fucking dick. This is what it feels like. And I think how I felt was like a grinder date that didn't perform well or a jack date, whatever, hook up and don't perform well. And it's just like, okay, so um, are you going to get your taxi? That's what it felt like. I felt very played. And then I, my mentally, I start per, uh, like internalizing it. It's like, is it me? Did I look ugly? Like, did I, this, was I fat? Like, this is how I start. My mind takes it there. Because being in this fucking gay community and, and around people who are very um, much into themselves, into you know, their bodies and being in shape. Like, was it, was it that I wasn't like in tip top shape? Like, what was it? And I start internalizing it. I was so fucking angry and I was disgusted with myself. And I was like, why am I so, and I was mad at myself. And I was blaming everything on me. And this is when I realized I'm not ready to be in a relationship because I have not stopped internalizing 
other people's opinions of a situation and making it seem like it's always my fault when it really had nothing to do with me. I have never been kicked out any fucking where. Especially 800 miles away from where the fuck I live. Right? Like, it's crazy. And I just never thought that that would happen to me. Right? But it humbles you. Right? Like, you're not that nigga. You're not who you think the fuck you are. And if you are, you can always get put right back down to your fucking size. So, I end up ordering a hotel, but I didn't even go there. I went to my friend's house. And I stayed there for like a few more days. I stayed, in, I stayed down south. I, stayed in, I was in Atlanta. I stayed down there. I didn't fuck a thing. Didn't fuck a thing. I wasn't even into all that. Like, cause in, anybody who knows me, they know, like, I'm not into that shit. You know, that's not something I'm into. Like, I'm just not out here just hopping and fucking and pumping, you know? But, and then I felt, I definitely didn't want to do it. Because I felt, like, even worse about myself. Have you ever went somewhere feeling like you're the hottest thing? And then you end up, at the end, feeling like you're fucking so fucking ugly? That's how the fuck I felt. I felt like the grinder date that doesn't, that, that, that went, didn't go well. The, the grinder hookup that nothing happened, I couldn't get hard, none of that shit, you gotta go. And let me tell you something. They were texting me consistently, you know what I mean? Throughout the time that I was in Atlanta. And I acted like, I, I didn't even want to really be bothered, but I'm just, I've, I haven't learned on how to like let people go. But then I realized in that moment, it wasn't only that. It was the fact that I was not present. And when someone feels like they are being ignored, they would rather be by themselves. So I couldn't even be mad because I was on social media. I was on live. I was on Snapchat. I was on Twitter. I was on FaceTime. Where the fuck do I have time for the other person? So I'm internalizing it all incorrectly. I'm thinking too deep. And it was really surface. Like, put your fucking phone down. But I'll tell you this, I went fucking party crazy in fucking, my, in fucking Atlanta. Shout out to Malik Joseph, because he had it all locked. We did a lot of shit. Now, me and him don't really see everything the same, because I'm a little bit more empathetic than he is. But like at the same time, great person. But also to remember, this person's not actually from Atlanta. So, now I know, put your fucking phone down. Pay attention 
Also, I was dealing with a lot. Like, I had just lost this great opportunity, my fucking job. Like, I was thinking about a lot, and I was just trying to find anything that was going to occupy my mind to make me not think about that. Someone stealing thousands of dollars out of my bank account. My bank not giving me back my fucking money. I was dealing with a lot. I should have never went down there in the first place. Because the universe, God, was saying, like, Relax. If it's going to be for you, if you guys are going to be with each other, it'll happen naturally. You don't have to force things to happen. When I went to Miami and I was going every month, it wasn't for work. It wasn't. It was just smooth, smooth transitions. I still text the individual. I still am in contact with the individual, right? Still speak. It's not a bad person for even though like I felt like that. And I when I explain the story to the person to friends, they're like, "Oh yeah, fuck that nigga. Like you got to be out. Like fuck him." But then when I tell them like, "But I wasn't doing this and I didn't do this and I didn't." And it's just like, "Uh." And then my friend having those conversations, saying what he said. Mm. Now I didn't get that side of the story. That makes a lot more sense, Mike. Would have kicked your ass the fuck out too. You would have kicked them out. Actually, I wouldn't have. I probably would have. I have enough rooms. I would have just put them in a different bedroom. But leave me the fuck alone. Leave on when, you, when your plane gets here. Or talk to me when you want to act fucking right. You know, I didn't expect to be kicked out. Da Vinci gets kicked the fuck out. He's fine, bro. <laughs> he is fucking fine. But bitch, me too. Baddie. Smart, intelligent with the fucking baddie. I don't know how I got there. Maybe because I was talking about dating. But yeah, don't rush it. Don't be broke. Have a job. Be ready to fucking date. Be ready to put your phone down. Be ready to be in tune with a human connection. We've lost that. And I thought I was like, oh, so much on to like, oh, I don't, I don't need the internet. I don't need these, this social media. Until I'm in situations. This is the second time that's happened, though. Not me getting kicked out. <laughs> that won't ever happen again. But like... Me, like, losing out on someone good because of my, my lack of human-to-human connection. So, we're a work in progress. I'm probably not really going to start dating until I start working again, to be honest with you. But I'm going to keep, you know, I'm going to see what's out there. The fuck? While I'm like doing what I got to do, I'm, I'm at the gym all the time. Like I'm going to make sure when I'm back to what I'm going to do and back to dating, I'm going to be the best version of Michael. They're going to get the best version of me, the more complete and happy version of me. So, yeah, your boy got kicked out the fucking house in an 800 miles of fucking way. Can you fucking believe me? I got kicked out 
after flying out and getting kicked the fuck out. <laughs> bitch, if this was too, if this was back five fucking years ago, bitch, I would have fucked that nigga. We would have been fucking fighting. Now he looked like he could fight, so. I, but I know how to fight too. We would have been fighting in that fucking house, and then I would have left to the fucking hotel. But we grown. I know how I am. I know my attitude. I'm fucking crazy. People say that they're crazy, but they don't know crazy. People see, think they seem crazy. But I've calmed down, a, calmed down a lot. I haven't, I've been so out of tune with like actual relationship shit. So, yeah. I'm, I'm getting back in there now. I'm getting back to me. I've cut off some fucking friends, some fucking fraudulent ass fucking friends, fake as fuck, right? Who only use you for their convenience, who only need you for their convenience, want you to kiss their fucking ass because they think they, they can vogue down on fucking television and they think like that's the fucking world that they fucking live in. And they forget about, that's another conversation for another day. But listen, <laughs> you've tuned in. I'm happy that you fucking stayed through. I know I'm the fucking longest storyteller to get to the fucking point. And at the end of the day, you're like, what was the fucking point? But thank you for tuning in to the motherfucking Don't Ask Me Nothing fucking podcast, niggas. I'll see you again next week. Peace.